Yeah, whatever that sound is, I can hear that, so don't do it. Okay. It sounds like like when a cat like rubs its face on something. Sure. I'm, wait, how many cats do you have uh, now? Seven cats. In the room with you right now? Seven Seven in the room, yes. In the room, right. And then how many are on the mic? There's, there's the three on the mic. <laughs> uh-huh. And four on my shoulders. Right. They're giving me kitty massage. Ki- oh, they, they, they're... Uh, it's big here in Portland. Making, making biscuits? <laughs> they're making biscuits. <laughs> that's, a, that's adorable hey dan how are you i'm doing great pat how are you doing i'm doing well it's been a while it's been a while nope nope podcast sorry. we just canceled the podcast thanks damn it yeah i'm no, sorry no you goofed I shouldn't have done that. you goofed i did uh it is should i say the date if i say the date no well no if i say the date that'll force me to edit this faster today is okay is monday may 16th you did it. Now now you're under pressure. We are reporting this podcast in the lovely evening here in Portland, Oregon, and in, in the in the darkness of New York City. That's correct. It's nine PM in Manhattan. Yeah. And uh yeah, there's some cards that uh, were announced last week in Dominion World. It was very exciting. It's crazy. You know, when we talked about starting a Dominion podcast, uh <laughs> this was after the quote unquote, you know, final expansion was released and right now there have been two expansions released so who knows right i don't know there there there's no end nope and i looking at the cards that were previewed this week i feel like they've just blown open the uh the design space donald's just thrown it all out the window and yeah i feel like he could probably do a bunch he could do one because it's working out to be about one a year right like i feel like i mean that sounds yeah that's pretty much and that's kind of how it's been since the the beginning, right? Well, yeah, I think I think some of them came out. I guess I don't. I don't. Didn't I got into it late, later than you did? Yeah. But I feel like chronologically, if we were to average it out, it was a little, little more, maybe like one point two five sets every year. I think. <laughs> or something, yeah, something I think like that. That that sounds more like it. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway. So we've seen a bunch of cards, and we thought today we would talk about a few of them, and mm-hmm. maybe, uh, and we'll just see what. Let's let's not make any promises we can't keep. Yep. The release date is currently uh, May twenty fifth. That's when we can expect to see all the cards and start seeing mm-hmm. Dominion Empires, which is the name of the expansion. If we haven't already mentioned that, uh, show up in stores. Yeah. So it seems like one of the sub themes of the set is alternate paths to victory, and. Uh, as yay alt victory as we say uh alt vp yeah i think that's what they call alt vp uh Mm -hmm. as such we're going to look at uh all the green colored uh cards slash landmarks ooh spoilers Mm. uh that were announced last week uh starting with Mm. the castles wow yeah so castles the castles are a special stack of uh victory cards that all are different types of castles, and here's the here's the thing: is that's a stack of eight or twelve cards, depending on if you're playing a two-player or two-plus player or three-plus player. Mm-hmm. And uh, what they do is that each subsequent card in the stack costs more and does a different thing. So there's just to go through it real quick: there's the humble castle, there's the crumbling castle, there's the small castle, there's the haunted castle, there's the opulent castle, there's the sprawling castle, there's the grand castle, and the king's castle. Mm. And a few of those are duplicated uh, if you are playing with more than two players, uh, but those are the, the eight castles. So why don't we uh, run through the rows and kind of talk, out, talk about them in aggregate? I like it. 
First up is the Humble Castle. That's a three cost treasure slash victory slash castle card. Uh, and it reads mm -hmm. plus one coin or well, it's a treasure card. So one coin. And then below the line, it says worth one point per castle you have. So at the end of the game, that particular card is worth what, it, you know, it's like a, I don't know, it's just like any other VP card or alt VP card, like gardens or a uh, vineyard, what have you, fairgrounds. So yes, that is that. Yeah, I would say it's sort of like a duke, kind of. Yeah, Maybe. I think all of these, well, I guess not all of them, but a lot of them are, are duke-like in that they have this sort of inter-synergization where they rely on other cards to give them their true value rather than having inherent value on their own. But again, in two, like in a two-player game, there's only one of these, right? So whoever buys this thing first yeah. gets a little bit of an advantage, I suppose. Yeah. Because it's, it's that one extra castle. Exactly. Yeah, that's going to... That's going to be interesting. Yeah, and as it was stated during the previews, buying the Humble Castle kind of is like stating your intentions early on. It's like, okay, this is this is going to be a castle game. Yeah. And really, and we'll talk about this more as we go through the castles, I think this is like an unignorable pile. <laughs> like, yeah. I think I think it is going to be very rare for there to be castles in the kingdom and for them not to get bought. Yeah, I would say that sounds right. Um, that sort of reminds me a little bit of the the knights from uh, Dark Ages. Um, that's another like when 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 somebody starts digging into that pile, it's a safe bet that you know people are going to just take turns buying from it, and you know because if someone has all of the knights, then then the other person's in a yeah <laughs> in a lousy spot <laughs> this is a lot like the knight's pile so this is this is not unprecedented only so far in that it's a victory card as opposed to an action card which is what all but one of the knights i guess one of the knights was an action victory card right one of these is an action card too yeah sure actually two of them next we have our crumbling castle which is a four cost card and it's just a flat out one victory point it gives you another point just like an estate and below the line it says when you gain or trash this plus one victory point and gain a silver. I like it. Plus one victory point is rewarded in the form of a token. Yeah. So the Empire's set is going to come with a bunch of VP chits a la uh, Prosperity back in the day. Yay. Yay. I always love, I think tokens are one of my all-time favorite uh, right? mechanics. We don't talk about it too much in these cards, in the in the landmarks and the castles today, but if we do another podcast, there will be more VP chits being spoken about. And yes, I fully agree with you. Yeah, man. Monuments, bishops, and goons. I mean, that's that seems like a, you know, a, a shallow, a shallow well. And I, I'm glad that the, the options have increased now. That's really cool. Yeah, me too. I'm super stoked. As for the crumbling castle, obviously it is dependent on having a means of getting rid of it to extract the full value out of it over the course of the game, um, which, I don't know, I guess at this point. But you don't, you don't lose from keeping it either because if you, you know if you have the humble castle, this counts as another castle towards that, uh, that total. For sure, yeah. yeah. So. I like it. Yeah. Next up, we've got the small castle. That is a five-cost action victory castle card, and it reads, trash this or a castle from your hand. If you do, gain a castle. Mm. And that's also worth two victory points at the end of the game. Odd that, well, I guess it's not odd. I'm just l looking at the two cards now side by side. Yep. Uh, in, in Crumbling Castle, the one 
VP shield is above the line, and in this one, it's below the line. I don't know. That is that is odd. I guess because it's an action card. Yeah. Uh, I like the small castle. I like any card that can trash itself, which is kind of cool. Yeah. the The only other one that uh, comes to mind is is the recently uh, the you know, from the most recent expansion from Adventures. Raise yeah. is, a, is a card that can cr- trash itself, which is an interesting mechanic. I like the idea of gaining a, like, th- I think the, if you do gain a castle like this could be strong. So if you hold on to this and have it at, in your hand at the right time, you could hop, hop castles. You could turn your small castle into, you know, oh. the king's, ca- you know, into any castle. Sure. Whatever, sure, sure, sure. whatever happens to be on top. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, feast. Is all from and that, that's a base set card, right? Well, yeah, that's another self self trasher. Good call, good call. Sorry, sorry. No, no, <laughs> that's uh, that's good call. Uh-huh. Haunted, uh, well, you can do haunted castle. Haunted castle, yeah. Look at that one. That is a six cost. So these are going three, four, five, six. I see what's happening here. Six cost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Two victory points above the line. Uh, below the line, it says when you gain this during your turn. Gain a gold, and each other player with five or more cards in his hand puts two cards from their hand onto their deck. Ghost ship style. Boom. You got mm. ghosted. Boom. Someone in the forums. Haunted ghost. Ooh. Someone in the forums pointed out that that's a sub theme of. Because it isn't. Was it the haunted. So the haunted woods. What's the. What's the. Oh, yeah. Action attack duration in adventures. I think it, I think it is haunted woods maybe or some something woods and then you have to you have to basically put one card or not one you, you any cards that are left in your hand yeah. get put yeah. back on your deck it's it's also kind of a weird uh, cuz what's interesting about that is that a lot of the times at least in the games that I've been playing I've only been playing with adventures since it came out online so I'm still pretty new to it uh and most of the cards that get left behind in your hand are victory cards and it sort of reminds me a little bit of uh bureaucrat because you know you sure. you're basically putting some Victory cards back on your deck, but yeah, yeah it's definitely got that whole ghost ship ness vibe. Yeah, yeah. Also worth noting, this is not an attack, which is kind of crazy. No, interesting. So you so can't like def- there's... well uh, if you have five. Actually, that's uh, I think that that there is a difference there. I think I, I want to say with ghost ship doesn't care how many cards you have in your hand. If you have more than three, you have to put. You know, you got to go down to three. Right. Whereas this thing is, is it says anybody with five or more, which is a little bit of a difference. But you, you know, you could get away from this after you've been minioned or something. Edge cases, edge cases. I'm just saying. Hey, man, Dominion's all about that. At, at this point, ten expansions in. <laughs> it depends, right? It all depends. Depends on the board. <laughs> depends on the board. Exactly. Opulent Castle Ooh. is a seven-cost action victory castle card, which reads: yeah. discard any number of victory cards plus two coin per card discarded. Mm. And then it's also just on its own worth three victory points. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm digging that. So that's, I mean, I would say it's a late game card, and I guess it kind of is. We're getting further, we're getting deeper into the castle stack. So this is the chances of you having victory cards in your hand. Uh, you know. Yeah, not not unreasonable. Got to say, also, just at this point in time, uh, the art on these guys, which it looks like they were all done by this fellow named uh, Justin, something or other. I can't quite make out the name in the damn this graphics here. Low res art. I'm pretty sure it says Justin Dahal, maybe Daniel. I don't know. Uh, good job, very good job. This is some of the nicest uh, Dominion card art I've seen in a while, and uh, I like the consistency. So, thumbs up, Julian. Looks like it's Julian. Oh, it is Julian. 
good, good, good for you. Well, there nicely we done. Yeah. I enhanced. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Enhance. Uh, following our opulent castle is the sprawling castle. Eight coins. Four victory points. When you gain this, gain a duchy or three estates. This is basically an eight cost. This is basically eight coins for seven victory points. So it's, it's slight, you know, mm-hmm. uh, slightly better value than a standard province, although at the expense of having two victory cards in your deck as opposed to mm. just one. I like it. It's very cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, after the sprawling castle, we have the grand castle. Ooh, uh, grand. It, it is the nine cost castle. Uh, it reads five victory points. And then below the line, when you gain this, reveal your hand. Plus one victory point token per victory card in your hand and or in play. Not bad. Wow. Not bad. Yeah, that could really add up. Yeah, if, you, uh, if you've got a crazy action chain going and you manage to play either some of your uh, victory, po- victory slash action castles and uh, also have some victory points in hand, that, uh, that could easily... Who, who, who's to say? It could be a lot. Absolutely. Throw some grand halls in there and you got yourself a stew. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, finally, King's Castle. Ten coins. That is, up till now, I think, the most expensive. No, I guess. Yeah, well, most expensive, right? No, 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 sorry. Colonies are 11. Sure. Um, but still, I don't think there's, there are, there's no, this is the first 10 cost card we've seen. Period, I think. Right, yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting thing. Uh, worth two victory points per castle you have. Mm-hmm. So, assuming you didn't trash too many of them, uh, you, could, you could easily walk away with another five or six, well, I'm sorry, you know, 10 or 12 points, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this, yeah th- these, this whole castle thing is a, it just adds an entirely new dimension to the game. Yeah, I mean, uh, as Donald said, I think on the last day of the previews, he said, hey guys, have you realized what the sub-theme of, the, of this expansion is? And it's alternate paths to victory. And this like definitely exemplifies that, I think. I wonder, so with these expensive cards, would, these, would this uh, also warrant P's and C's, as they say? Platinums mm. and colonies, you think? I mean, not according to the rules, but uh, again, as Donald has said, mm. increasingly, as there have been more and more expansions, mm-hmm. he, he's, he's just said, like, whenever someone asks him for a rules clarification in the forums or whatever, yeah. he says, well, blah, 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 this, but do whatever you want, so. <laughs> cool. <sighs> I mean, this isn't explicitly a really expensive stack, so uh, what's, what's the math on it this? Just, it, it, just, it just gets expensive. It gets expensive, exactly. And, you know, you, you get to 10, you get to, you get to, uh, I don't know, I think it's not uncommon to get even up to 16 or 17 uh, in a standard non-platinum game. True. So 10, 10's, not, 10's not crazy. No. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So that's the castles. Yeah, man. I like it. Good stuff. I kind of went through the Dominion Strategy forums and just cherry-picked a few comments from people. Uh-huh. Jendo Ikari, uh did the math on the castles and said, buying all eight castles in a two-player game is worth 41 points. <laughs> so it's just one, it's just one okay. point shy of all eight provinces, but they cost way less. So uh, normally buying all eight provinces costs 64 coin, whereas uh, buying all eight castles only costs... 52 coin, so... What uh, a deal! Not bad! (laughs) (laughs) 
Chipper NDW uh, asked if uh, the castle uh, randomizer, uh, so i.e. the the single card that represents the entire kingdom card stack. Yeah, the blue back. Exactly, was the humble castle. And if so, could it be uh, counted as a Bane card for a young witch in the Cornucopia expansion? Mm. And uh, last footnote, who... Uh, I, I tend to believe in pretty much everything. He's he, he's up there with Donald as far as rules rules lawyering goes. Yeah, uh, says that the castles do indeed uh, count as a bane card, which is cool. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Shall we move on to the landmarks? Let's. So, like events in Dominion Adventures. Yeah. Landmarks are traditional cards, but they're not cards that you buy. They're just sort of horizontally arranged, kind of like event cards that you put out, and as opposed to events, which you can buy to activate the event, the landmark cards count as they give you alternate paths to victory. Uh, They're just basically like uh, conditions for that game. Exactly. Donald is basically recreating Kingdom Builder, his other uh, Spiel des Jahres uh, winner, uh-huh. uh, by creating these these landmark cards are more or less stolen directly from that game. So in Kingdom Builder, three random cards are thrown out at the beginning of the game to tell you how the the end game scoring is going to work, and that's exact that's exactly what landmarks are. Yeah. Uh, obviously, not every game is going to have landmarks, and there's still the conventional paths to victory. But I think that that's a that's a really cool part of this uh, new landmark mechanic. I like it. So the first landmark, and, and Donald previewed five, uh, the first landmark that he uh, shared with us was the Fountain Landmark. Uh-huh. Uh, so it reads, when scoring, 15 victory points if you have at least 10 coppers. Oh. So what that means is that at the end of the game, if you have at least 10 coppers in your deck, you get an additional 15 points. Pretty amazing. Yeah, super cool. I mean, that totally changes the dynamics of like, I mean, I could think of... Jeez, well, we got mounted, mounted banks, right? Cards that give you coppers, right? So if you're playing a mounted bank ga- uh, game, all of a sudden coppers <laughs> become valuable. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're game. you're the the person attacking you is helping you, right? Exactly. And you imagine this what with uh, maybe with the gardens in here that could be interesting. Absolutely. And then you know, again, if 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 we're what's it called? Uh, if we're what's the word I'm looking? Incentivizing coppers. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a whole bunch of cards that you know, work with coppers like, you know, Copper Smith, uh, Counting House. Sure. I think that's cool. I like that. I like that this basically takes what other, what most people would consider the worst card in the game and makes it, and makes it worth something. Yeah. I like, I like any card that incentivizes, uh, copper strategies just because you rarely see them. And I like, I also like the idea of playing this and having two people pursue different strategies, one person going for the fountain and one person not and seeing who is the victor in that particular scenario. Yeah. Yeah, I like it a lot. It it doesn't reward you for having a ton of coppers. You, you just basically need at least ten. So you know the difference between ten and twenty, or whatever, uh, d- d- doesn't get you any more victory points. So it just basically exactly. just says, hey, you know, you might not want to throw all those coppers away. Is all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, super cool. I'm yeah. digging it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what do we what do we got next? Oh boy. Look at the art on this thing. Uh, this is Battlefield. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and it says, uh, when you gain a victory card, take two victory points from here. Mm-hmm. So beneath it, it says setup. Put six tokens here per player. Sure. So if two people are playing, you put 12 tokens down there. Uh, when you gain a victory card, you take two from there, and I guess those just, uh, when they're when they're gone, they're gone. But that's a potentially cool 
source for getting some more chips. Absolutely. No, uh, as Donald said in his uh, kind of preview text about Battlefield, it's basically a question of do you buy, say, estates early on just to get those extra two victory point chits Mm -hmm. and hopefully in the process kind of steal them from your opponents? Mm -hmm. Or do you choose not to take that path? And I think that does raise some interesting questions. Yeah. Another interesting thing that I just thought of is uh, what about uh, ambassador games? Uh, One of the very first things that you do when you get an ambassador, after you're, you're getting rid of your coppers and you're getting rid of your estates... Of t- or even a masquerade, you know, like early on, you know, early on plays where you're passing your, you know, giving your estates to your opponent. Technically speaking, that now you're basically your opponent is gaining victory cards, right? So does that does that? I think in ma- in masquerade they're strictly not being gained, but uh, ambassador, I believe they are. So yeah, so that could be yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. It it weakens. Interesting. I, I mean, this goes for. Any single card that is announced uh, weakens some cards and strengthens others in uh, Battlefield. Somehow strengthens estates, which I think is great. Yeah, well, and then it follows, uh, what's it called? There's that one event, uh, I believe it is Inheritance uh, from Adventures, that also really strengthens estates. Remember that one? That's the one that basically turns estates into another action. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I like it a lot. This next one is probably the worst art of all of the new Aww. cards. Yeah. They're this nice wolves. That's Fresco nice Jesus wolves. style, dude. No. <laughs> no. Sorry. <Okay. laughs> all right. Say what you will about the cards art. I really mm-hmm. like this landmark. This mm-hmm. landmark is Wolf Den. Wolf Den. It reads, when scoring negative three victory points per card you have exactly one copy of. What? What? So, yeah. That's a big middle finger for you if you're collecting knights or prizes tournament prizes ruins it screws up it screws up castles yeah castles that's a good point yeah ruins you have at least a yeah ruins is you know one one in four chance or so yeah or you know are those games where like you have that lingering curse or that lingering copper that you couldn't trash it's gonna hurt gonna hurt that much more yeah yeah that's a lot no i like that a lot i'm hoping so uh i don't know if donald said exactly how many landmarks there's gonna be Uh, i think someone in the forum said that there's going to be uh 21 holy cow so i think uh, and we've only seen five so i'm hoping that amongst the remaining ones that have been unrevealed there's more that are like this where it's a bad Mm -hmm. it's a path not to victory but to loss yeah uh that you have to mitigate i think that's great i agree i I mean it's fun i think it's fun yeah Uh, for sure next is probably the the nicest art of the bunch here tomb which reads, when you trash a card, plus one victory token. Yeah. Which is cool. Sort of like a, a monument, I guess. But, uh, but it rewards you for trashing, which is awesome. Because I love trashing. Every damn trashing. I mean, who doesn't love trashing? And finally is yep. the keep. Yes. Or just keep. Keep. It reads, when scoring five victory points per differently named treasure you have that you have more copies of than each other player, or tied for most. That's complicated. <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a lot to parse in there. Yeah. Basically, as Donald as Donald said, I'll, I'm just going to read the Donald line. Okay. Um, just because it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Donald says, "Keep is the area control landmark. Each kind of treasure is a little battle, including normal ones like copper and special ones like rocks. Well, we'll talk about rocks at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever else you are doing this game, you would also like to win these battles. So it's sort of a tug of war between you and your opponents to see who has the most gold, the most copper, da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and whoever wins each individual battle gets vi- five extra victory points. Interesting. Yeah, I'm digging it. Yeah. I mean, this is this is like a common, I don't know, when I'm, whenever I'm teaching Dominion to new people and they ask, oh, what if there's a tie at the end? Someone invariably has it in their brain that the like tiebreaker rule is who has the most gold. And I don't know why that happens, but that's just yeah, like a thing. I, I run into that too. And silly. this uh this sort of reinforces that bad behavior. <laughs> Only in this particular it's instance, it's true. This this to me uh harkens notes of the forager mechanic, you know, where like Oh, sure. You know, every time there's a different kind of tra- uh treasure in the trash that ups the value or like the the uh, trade route, you know, with the uh-huh. cards. Speaking of victory cards, I'm wondering when you're playing with trade route, does the ca- I'm, I mean, guessing the castle pile would also get uh, a trade route token, right? Yeah, I mean they are victory cards, so I think right. the ca- the castle pile would get a single uh, right trade route token. Yeah, that ups the trade route value. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, that's interesting. That is very interesting. And is it is it so? It's, since it's at the end of the game, it's not chips. It's just it's just another conditional exactly. sort of thing. Yeah, gotcha. it would just be a thing that you would count in. That's cool, man. Yeah, no, I like that a lot. This gets what I would say probably... Actually, this is a tie for first place with the art. This and Tomb? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Those are the two, the two strongest uh, sure. contenders here. This has been Dan's Dominion Art Corner. Yeah, man. Hey, I, I went to art school, all right? I, yeah. I have, I have authority. You, have, you, you got some say here. I do. So there you have it. This was a... This was this was just a, a mere maybe a, a third of the various cards that we saw during Empire Previews Week. A, a user in the forums said, uh, "User double click <laughs> db click in the forums did did some guesswork, <laughs> and uh, they say uh, if if their math is correct that there have been sixteen unrevealed landmarks, <laughs> ten ten unrevealed events, <laughs> two unrevealed split piles, <laughs> and." eight unrevealed regular kingdom cards mm-hmm. the split piles if we if we do record another podcast basically it's it's a a pile it's a kingdom pile that has five of one type of card and five of another type underneath those five mm-hmm. sort of like the um page and uh apprentice is that what they are in adventures the travelers cards eh, kind of the travelers yeah yeah a little yeah. bit not yeah. really though yeah you know <laughs> i was i was being nice yeah, no, not so much. And then JW in the forums also did some math and determined that after Empires comes out, there's going to be a very high probability of playing with at least one event or one landmark or even two events and two landmarks, which is sort of the recommended uh, distribution for Adventures games, and I assume likewise will be for Empires games. So two events and two landmarks? I think it's either or. That basically, the math breaks down. Okay. There's a chance that in a completely random sampling of all 262 uh, kingdom cards and uh, all the various events, basically it breaks down to there is a 19.2% chance of zero events or landmarks. <laughs> there's a 29.2% uh, chance of one. Uh-huh. Uh, and there's a 51.6% chance of two. So I like those odds. Yeah, did, uh, did somebody somewhere put together a new list of all how many cards there are now? Because I feel like I lost count after after uh, guilds. I think after guilds, there was like well into the two hundreds as far as unique kingdom cards were concerned. And now between adventures and empires, I, I gotta I gotta think. And, and you know, and the fact that those guys both have events and and landmarks and stuff, uh, we're getting up to the 
the 300 mark as far as yeah, it's, unique. It's getting crazy. Man, I mean, so just to sort of summarize, what I one of my very favorite aspects of this this game is the fact that technically speaking, as as long as you're playing by the, you know, the 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 truly random rule where you you, you basically just let the let the computer decide or let someone else decide which cards you're playing with this time, you're never going to get the same game twice, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, I mean, that's my, I think that is one of the, that's my favorite, I don't know if that's my favorite part of Dominion, but that's one of my favorite parts about Dominion. Yeah, it kind of keeps you coming back for and more. And it's, it's only getting more and more mathematically <laughs> unlikely that you're going to play the same game twice. You could be playing till the heat death of the universe. It's going to be a while. Yeah. Kudos. Kudos. Kudos, Donald X. Vaccarino. Wowzers. Wowzers indeed. So that's the uh, that's the news in paper Dominion world. Dan, you are you are much better about the online Dominion world than I am. What's uh, I, I know Adventures just came out, right? It did. Yeah, I, I am almost exclusively an online player these days. And uh, yeah, I even though Adventures came out in the real world over a year ago or around a year ago, right? I don't know the exact release date. Yeah, give 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 or give or take. Uh, I just because I don't play with anybody in real life anymore. I didn't. Uh, I didn't feel compelled to purchase the expansion and at that and the fact that my storage solution probably wouldn't be able to accommodate it. Uh, sure. And sure. I, and I haven't, I just, you know, it's one of those things I just don't, I don't, you know, you moved <laughs> and yeah. uh, the other people that I would play with more regularly are, 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 I just don't see them anymore. So now I'm now that adventures just came out on the making fun version of dominion, I'm getting to know it for the first time. So it's probably been about a week, maybe two weeks. No, something like that. Yeah, a little bit more than that, I think. Two, three weeks. Yeah, uh, and I'm I'm digging it. It's uh, it's pretty great. Uh, there's some really fun cards. It's there's a lot of, and again, I think I, I I personally believe that the online method is the way to get really familiar with the cards as quickly as possible. Uh, just you know, obviously because it's I I cannot argue with that. As much <laughs> as I like playing in real life, yeah. I, I I will admit that this is much easier and faster. Absolutely. You and I played what four or five games in the time it probably would have taken to play one, maybe two, maybe two. Yeah, it's true. So, uh, and, you know, and I tried playing through some of the what are those the, the campaigns, campaign. yeah, the campaigns, and those are cool, but they were a little slow, and the AI was doing some really weird, um, stupid stuff, and I was like, okay, you know what? Sure, there's probably about nine or ten cards out of these that I still haven't seen yet, but I'm feeling feisty enough i'm just gonna forge into playing complete strangers online and learn them the hard way yeah uh, and so that's what i've been doing so now i feel like since i've, I've been playing you know I, I guess i play you know once a day or so let's average it out to i don't know two or three games a day and in that time over the past couple of weeks uh, i feel like i've seen all of the adventures cards at least two or three times each now and um yeah I'm, I'm digging it it's really cool there's a lot of interesting little dynamics and uh I, i'm excited I like it. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, making fun does not seem long for this world. No, uh, that's that's Un- unfortunately. Fortunately, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say that's that's not necessarily <laughs> the worst news, as as I'm sure many of our listeners know, because I'm guessing the people who are listening to this are also forum people, and this all gets talked about on the forum. There has been many. There have been many issues with the online Dominion since it succeeded uh, the beloved isotropic iteration years and years ago can you believe that's like been already like three years isn't that crazy r.i.p isotropic Uh, yeah man yeah first obviously with the goku 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 whatever it was 
with the web-based version, which which grew on me. You know, it, well, actually, the, the the plus side of the online, the official implementations, uh, are that they really reinforced my recognition of the card art, which is cool because you know the human brain works in interesting ways, and and recognizing colors and and patterns can can just speed things up. Uh, whereas sure. The one of the downsides of as fast and elegant as Isotropic was with just the text-based mode, you still had to read words. Whereas with the with the pictures, sometimes you know just with your peripheral vision and just I don't know. I feel like it's it's a good thing to have to to know what the cards actually look like. Uh, and and it, it also comes in super handy if you're playing in in real life with the real cards. Yeah. So you know how they look. Um. But yeah, there there have been many ups and downs with the official online dominion implementation and uh it seems that the the gods have listened <laughs> so to speak uh donald and uh rear grand it's it's pretty awesome that these guys are still actively you know caring and listening to oh absolutely the, the players and and i guess they were equally disappointed you know they obviously they they tried to stay uh above the board so to speak they you know try to give them the benefit of the doubt uh whenever possible but making fun, the successor to the Goko iteration, the present iteration, is officially no longer going to be the the developer for Dominion Online, and that will be ending at the end of this year. So, come 2017, we will be getting a new, completely new, rebuilt from scratch version of Dominion Online. It is going to be built by some of the most uh, reputable and knowledgeable and apparently talented members of the Dominion forum, which is super cool. Yeah. That's really exciting. The, she can't say no. I guess his name is Philip, uh, is uh, responsible for developing the Making More Fun plugin, which is, uh, maybe it's not a plugin. It's technically, it, it, it would be a hack <laughs> or a mod for it where you actually had to go into the binary or not in the binary you had to go into the application package and move a couple files around and rename a few things uh, and it would basically make the application based version of Dominion a little bit more uh, hardcore player friendly like keep mm -hmm. you know keeping the log up all the time moving the chat window over to the to the right and that it even offered some really cool uh, automation um, little features where you know for example always electing to top deck uh, alchemists or you can you could turn there's a little switch you know it was smart so like if you're playing with uh, cards like let's say uh, bishop where maybe for the first nine or ten turns uh, you're going to want to take advantage of opponents trashing things uh, but but then afterwards you don't want to do that so you, there's a little switch and you can flip it so that you don't no longer have to hit the, the don't do not trash button uh, or with mining villages, you know, it, mo a lot of people don't, you know, you generally don't want to trash your mining village for two coins uh, right up front. So there's a switch for that, you know, li little things like that. That's great. Yeah, he, he really, they, they did a really great job. I mean, and those are just two examples. There's probably about uh, two or three dozen other little examples of uh, a watchtower was another huge one, like top decking and trashing automatically. You know, like you could set it to a watchtower will automatically trash ruins, curses and coppers, for example. So stuff like that. So my hope is, I mean, it would make sense that uh, they would basically make like an expert mode for this new version for the people, the nerds who want those sorts of features, but then, you know, leave it nice and clean and shiny and easy for who people who are new to Dominion or don't really care that much. I think that is a, a safe assumption. Yeah, I think that this is like the best possible 
developer? Yeah, man. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Like, give it to the the fans, like the people who truly care about this stuff. You know, it, 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 that's 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 not unusual, actually. I think that there there are it, there. I can't think of any cases. I'm sure you can uh, of. Uh, periods in history. Actually, no, I can't think of a few now. <laughs> now that I think about it, uh, where a, a developer releases a game and then the, the and then it attracts it, it attracts some some very passionate and loyal fans, and one or two of those fans happen to have some reasonable coding chops, and they they basically step up and offer to work with the developer. I mean, think about it. I mean, remember what was uh. I'm trying to think of super early examples of this, like uh, like Team Fortress. Remember Team Fortress? Oh, for sure. Which was which was uh, 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 one of the early mods for Half Life back in the '90s. Yeah, you know, and that that was a total like fan thing that ultimately evolved into a, a thing of its own. Uh, and then I, you know, the company I used to work for way way back when, Virtual World, uh, with BattleTech and Red Planet. We did all kinds of cool stuff where, you know, the passionate players would get hired by the company to be playtesters and they would subsequently get to add new features and, and make, make the game better. So uh, I'm a huge fan. That's a, that's a great idea. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. Well, 2017 will be, will be uh, I, I hope day one, January 1st, 2017, we get some uh, <laughs> o- online Dominion Empires play. I don't know if it's going to happen, but that'd be great. It's six months, man. That's a long time. Yeah. And yeah. And I also, I mean, I know a thing or two. Easy, uh, easy for us to say. No. Well, here's the thing. So uh, I think it's safe to say, and you probably know this too, um, when it comes to software programming, it almost always just starts with one or two dudes. You know, it's almost always a, sure. you know, uh, initially one person's main idea who does the, mm-hmm. the, the, the general layout, the architecture. And then as things get more complicated, certain tasks get handed off. But most of the awesome products, awesome games and and other shareware and you know really useful software tools that we we know and love all started out with small, small, small teams. Yeah. So I I have faith, man. I, I think uh I think this is gonna be good. I agree. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Indeed. Hey, I'm still gonna get my paper set, so there you go. I will probably as well. No, no programming necessary. I, I mean, I will. I, I depend. I, what I'm what I'm curious about is gonna be uh, how they're gonna handle, and and t- they have been super cool about this. I will I will say, uh, amidst all of the negative things that have been said uh, about the online Dominion world, they've been really cool about letting folks who bought the expansions online. Uh, carry them over. So I, I was one of the people who mm-hmm. uh, I want to say I waited until Dark Ages. Maybe I cannot remember the how it came out when 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 the official when the first official Dominion online came out. I don't think Dark Ages or Guilds were available online. So I feel like I purchased those separately. But then you know obviously we sat there for a while, and then when it switched from Goko to Making Fun, they could have easily it would have been within their you know rights. I mean one could could argue. For them saying, nope, you got to buy. It's a whole new version, whole new developer, whole new everything. You got to buy everything again. You know, obviously that would upset people, but I don't think it would have been unreasonable. The most, yeah. the most unreasonable choice. But, but to their credit, they're like, nope, you can carry that stuff over, yeah. uh, which is super cool. Now, now they did raise the prices. So f- for folks who didn't get grandfathered in, you, you know, you're looking at spending a bit more money. But even still, I think I think that right now, even with adventures, your total out of pocket for the entire. Uh, collection is is less than a hundred bucks. It's I want to say somewhere around eighty bucks. Which if you're talking about comparing to the IRL version, geez, I mean, 
Yeah, the sets, no, for sure. Yeah, the sets cost between thirty and forty bucks a piece yeah. at least, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to mention how much space they take up in your house. <laughs> sure. So yeah, I'm I I personally wouldn't feel too bad. I feel like I've gotten my eighty dollars worth of play for the past I don't know three years, uh, and I wouldn't have any problems re-upping for a whole new set of everything yeah. with this new version. If it's especially if it's going to be as as nice as I think it is. So be very interesting to see what they actually decide to yeah. do. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that they they do not have... Because I, I feel... Well, yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. You don't want to speculate, huh? I, I do not speculate. <laughs> oh! We do not, we do not comment on rumors. <laughs> oh, stop it. Uh, Dan, this has been fun. Yeah, man. It's fun to kick the, uh, kick the rust off the old podcast tires. Indeed. Or whatever you do. I'm, I'm not sure that analogy works, but okay. Yeah, let's get some cookies. Those, those rusty tires. Yeah, let's, let's eat them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Pat may we rejoice in our shared victory oh very well done very well done late (laughs) drop